This week on our AEW Weekly Roundup, Blackpool Combat Club is freaking awesome. Wardlow is home alone. Jade is looking for baddies. Who will be the new signing for the AEW Women's Division and more? Plus, your questions answered, and we serve up a brand new bite of Bad Take Pancakes. You can follow the channel on Twitter at BeautyXTheBeard. You can follow me at LetTheBeardPlay, and you can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. Subscribe to The Beauty and the Beard on Spotify, Apple, Google, or wherever you get your podcasts. Send questions to BeautyXTheBeard at gmail.com or use the hashtag AskBXTB. If you find any bad takes, let us know using the hashtag bad take pancakes and if you enjoy what we do support the show by giving us a five-star review on itunes or spotify this is the show where two friends from different parts of the world discuss all things all elite wrestling and one of them actually knows what they're talking about we'll let you decide welcome to the Beauty and the Beard Pro Wrestling Podcast with your hosts, Woody and Sarah. Thank you everyone so much for joining us again for another episode of our AEW Weekly Roundup. All AEW and Ring of Honor each and every Tuesday coming to you straight from Alabama and an undisclosed location <laughs> in the undergrounds of England. Sarah, how are you doing over there? How are you doing? We're good. We're good. We actually had nice weather, so we actually had some warmth, which oh. has been a long time coming this weekend, but that was about it. It's now going back to rain, so, you know. Uh, us too. We we came out of a lot of rain into uh, – my wife has been at the at the beach with her family. I wasn't able to get off. The whole time they were gone, it was sunny. Mm. Uh, so I got a lot of yard work done. Um, something you don't have to worry about because yep. you have fake grass. Fake grass. And your undisclosed location in England. Um, you hoovered the fake grass. Yeah. <laughs> it's amazing. This is like I go cut my yard like a normal human being. <laughs> you vacuum your yard, yeah, right? We, we, we hoover. Yeah, we hoover the... The grass to get all the, you know, uh, the winter twigs and all that type of stuff off it, and so now it looks lovely and fresh. Now I'm just, I'm just picture myself out in my yard with a vacuum cleaner saying hey to my neighbors, hey. The only next door to us as well also have yeah. exactly the same, so they also vacuum their own. Like, yeah, you know grass. what. <laughs> if I was your neighbor and I looked over and I had real grass, I'm having to cut, and I look over and I'm like, man. I have a really pretty fake yard. Screw that. I'm getting Even a fake yard, too. I just think we're legit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it can be both. It yeah, can be probably. Both. <clears throat> this week, too, I have, while they've been gone, I have discovered Ethan Page's... Finally, you've discovered a vlog. Toy Hunt vlog. That is amazing. It's so funny. <laughs> I love it, man. It's so much fun. Seriously, it, like his actual his vlogs for the actual like um like the week the, of like wrestling. The backstage. Uh, yeah, that the, he gets Eddie Kingston on a lot, and I just can't uh, handle how brilliant he is on it. Ah, uh, I haven't watched the backstage since I've literally been. I started from the newest one and kind of went. I'm going backwards, but um. No, seriously, go find the one. Yeah. I think it wasn't. 
last week's the week before and Eddie Kingston on it and he, like he, Ethan goes so I've got a P.O. box and he goes what's a P.O. box? <laughs> I need to start at the beginning and work my way forward oh, maybe. So... How long has it been going? Is it for a long time? Yeah he's been doing Just... it way like, before Eddie, before like, AEW? Yeah yeah like way on the independence and everything okay. like that so but, I um, need to watch a lot of them. Um, I've is, just been doing the toy funny. ones, though. Just the toy. But I do need to watch the backstage ones. So. Yeah, the backstage um, ones. Like, BTE is very much, like, skit-based. Yeah. Sammy's vlog is kind of um, a bit of both. And then Ethan's is kind of just backstage stuff. Yeah. And you do get some, like, glorious bits <clears throat> like Eddie Kingston. You're also obviously on the one... Not this week, so the weeks before, um, have all the stuff backstage with Scorpio Sky going for the belt and all that yeah. type of stuff, which is really, really good. Um, I'm just drawn to the toys. I mean, they're yeah. Ethan Page is awesome, and the and the people are great because you get the whole different side of them there. Mm. But I just I, like as a kid born in the '70s who grew up in the '80s. Like a lot of the toys, like the old school toys you're seeing, that's like my childhood or stuff yeah. I wanted that I saw in the catalog. I'm like, oh, it's right. That's cool. And I don't collect a ton. I mean, I buy, you know, and I've talked about it here, I, I collect the AEW figures. But other than that, I don't collect anything. But I want to collect stuff now. Like I, if I had the money where I wouldn't well, I'd have the money, but if I wouldn't get murdered for spending the money I would want to yeah. spend, <laughs> you know, my wife would kill me. Um, I would go do these things, but I don't have many toy stores like that near me. Mm. I don't live in a big city. I have like, uh, it, I'm living between Atlanta, Georgia and Birmingham, Alabama. So there's big cities like within an hour and a half of me either way. Um, but I don't have any big ones here. I have like a second Charles, but you're not going to get like the, greatest of old school vintage toys like you would at like a specialty toy store mm. um but i don't know um let's run down uh the matches that happened on dynamite and rampage um on dynamite sam punk defeated dags harwood sting darby and the hardys defeated butcher the blade and private party what a match uh moxley and danielson defeated the varsity blondes Adam Cole defeated Jay Lethal. Layla Hirsch defeated Red Velvet. And Jericho and Dana Garcia, uh, the Jericho Appreciation Society, uh, defeated 10 and 5 of the Dark Order. On Rampage, Dustin defeated Lance Archer. Uh, Red Dragon beat 10 and 5 of the Dark Order. Did they wrestle twice on the same night? Holy moly. I didn't realize that. Did they? Yeah. Um... Nala Rose defeated Maddie Rankowski, and Ricky Starks successfully defended the FTW title against Swerve Strickland. Yeah, I didn't realize until I'm reading this that 10 and 5 wrestled twice on the same night because Rampage would have been recorded that same night. Unless they had it down wrong. Yeah, I guess so. Have a look. Yeah, make sure before I sound like a freaking idiot. Um, <laughs> yeah, see. you did. Wow. Yeah. All right. Double duty dark order. Mm. Ten and five. Way to go, guys. You lost twice in the same night. Um, all right. So first thing I want to talk about is that six man tornado tag. Specifically 
Jeff, I'm a nut. I will do anything hardy. Oh Jumping God. off of a wall. I was like, okay, he's going on the ladder. Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 no. No, he's not. He's going on the ledge. <laughs> what the hell? That man, and I, it's so funny because I, me and you had talked before you came in about, you know, he's not, this isn't 2000s Jeff Hardy. Yeah. We've said that multiple times. Don't expect like the crazy stuff we've seen now, he's going to do crazy stuff, but eh, he's going to have to scale it back a bit. Apparently, Jeff did not get that memo. No, Jeff got his <laughs> old stuff out of the storage and went, yeah, it's 2,000 guys. <laughs> I, just, I picture Jeff driving up for Dynamite with the ramp, with the, that ladder yeah. strapped to the top of his car. <laughs> like, yeah, ready, guys. I heard we got six-man tornado tag and not no rules. I love the fact that when he did it, though, Darby looked across, and I think Darby went, oh, God, I've got a competition. <laughs> All right, got to up my game. This, oh, no. That is a dangerous thought, that the fact that you, realistically, you have two guys that are insane yeah. that would try to one-up each other, if that's the yeah. case, that if you can do what whatever you can do, I can do better. Just imagine. That can be dangerous. If this ever happens, right, where you have Darby Allen. Jeff Hardy, Sammy Guevara, and Ray Phoenix in a match with no rules and no uh, limits. Uh, um, <laughs> what? Wow. The local medical facility would be busy. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's in a sombering way, though. I, I, I listened to Talk is Jericho, I think it was a couple weeks ago when he had um, William Regal on there. And Regal talking about a lot of his medical mm. issues due to bumps that he had taken, yeah, you know, early in his career. That well, they're all going to be screwed when they're older. Yeah, <laughs> but they plagued him forever, and he's like talking about, you know, I want to tell these people don't take these unnecessary, do these unnecessary things when it, especially when it's dealing with your head and back, you know, mm. uh, neck and back, and he's is real serious conversation. So I know he's backstage. And I wonder how many times he's gone up, seriously, gone up to Darby and said, dude, like, listen to me. <laughs> like, the stuff I've gone through, please. But I know Darby's not going to listen. And, <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, you hope he listens to a degree, to some degree. No, you, I no. want people to be sa- – I do want – I don't want to see anything bad happen to anybody. No, I don't want to see anything bad, but I literally don't think Darby plans yeah. on yeah. – you know, curbing anything. Like, if he's going to do it, he's going to do it. Yeah. I mean, it's not even like it's just his wrestling persona. That's Darby Allen. There's there's, there's no way around it. Like, the guy's just like, yeah, well, to hell with it. Um, So I wouldn't expect him to, like, be like, oh, yeah, I've got to be a bit more safe. Yeah. (laughs) Now, Jeff may listen a little more at this point in his career. I Um, think Jeff may just get... Like you know, told by his wife. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping you know. I'm hoping he takes calculated risks at this mm. point. I think some of Darby's may not be as calculated. Oh, they may be more calculated than we realize. But I just hope Jeff is is a little more uh, careful. They have some extra padding under tables and things. Just, I mean, he's not in his twenties anymore. So let's just please protect Jeff at all costs. But again. When he's bringing them ladders, this crap's going to happen, man. I think the thing is with Jeff Hardy is 
as long as he is mentally and everything yeah. else well, yeah, you kind of got to let him be Jeff Hardy. True, <laughs> true. You got, got to let him go. You got to let him go. Um, the Blackpool Combat Club, Mott, Danielson, and Regal. Is that the best faction name ever? Okay, for people That's that awesome. don't know anything about Blackpool in the UK, they have a tower, like the Eiffel Tower. It's just on a like a really northern UK town beach um, that wow. I've been to quite a few times <clears throat> in my childhood. They have something called the Blackpool Illuminations um, on that's on through autumn and winter, and you literally just drive through about a mile to two miles of just lights huh. for some reason, um, and you get sticks of rock and. Candy floss, which you'd call cotton candy, but we call it candy floss because that's more normal. Um, there's like a massive amusement thing. Cotton candy sounds normal too. Okay, go ahead. No, it doesn't. It's it not makes cotton. Sense. When you look at it. It's not cotton. Yeah, but rock candy's not a rock either. Rock candy but... is because... Oh, God, you got me saying candy. Rock <laughs> is like, it's solid. You look... If you bit it, you'd break your teeth. It's still, it's not a rock. It's candy. Move on. Go ahead. Anyway. <laughs> so it's like this big, like, kind of, like, northern seaside town. Uh-huh. Um, and at <clears throat> night, mm-hmm. it kind of becomes a place for um, what you'd call bachelor and bachelorette parties, but what we call hen and stag parties. Yeah. And it, it can get... Well, my husband's been to one there, and it can get a bit... Um, well, you know, like Blackpool Fight Club. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> so, it's it's rooted in reality. Pretty uh, much. I mean, in the Victorian area, it's an absolute hotspot destination to go to. It's still yeah. lovely. It's yeah. lovely parts of Blackpool. Um, <laughs> but they just have this, like, random... It's called Blackpool Tower. But it's yeah. basically the Eiffel Tower, but... In Blackpool. Alright. <laughs> and it has, a, it has a ballroom. And it has nice. a bouncy floor. It has a bouncy floor? Yeah, it has a bouncy floor. Oh, I love that. It's so weird. It's like almost like a kid's play place. No, it's, but it's not. It's, not. It, it's, it's for, um, for like, they do like um, big dance competitions. They're like big, like, um, proper dance and like, you know, fox oh. and charts and all that type of stuff. Oh, You're doing bouncy that. floors? And the floor has a bit of give in it so that the, the, the movements are more fluid. Huh. So. All right. Yeah. Wow. That is an interesting place and on several levels. It is very interesting. It's cool. I like it. It's quite I, a bit, yeah. I didn't even realize Blackpool was a place. I didn't it know, is a place. I didn't know. I did, I, when, they, when they said the name, like, I just thought, wow, that sounds really cool. But then you get some, you know, that there's actually history with it and mm-hmm. um, some of which Regal knows more about probably the Moxley or Danielson. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, but it's cool that it's rooted in something. So yeah, that's awesome. Um, MJF is now paying Wardlow to sit at home. I loved how this, cause I just went, Oh, so we've got sports entertainment with Chris Jericho. And now we've got our own Vince McMahon. <laughs> yep. I think we mentioned the possibility uh, a few shows ago about something like this happening where, you know, because Wardlow was stuck in that contract, him being like, like, uh, like um, 
uh, Ali, you know, we're, we're saying free Ali yep. and now it's free Wardlow. Of course, this isn't, isn't real. This is kayfabe, but it's funny. Yeah. MJF is totally the Vince McMahon in this situation. Oh, yeah, 100%. And it's just like, um, it's just what it was like, so you all sit at home and do nothing, and I shall not release you from your contract. And I'm going, huh. Once again, through parallels, MJF and Chris Jericho are on the same vein of yeah. things. And yeah. I'm still just like, it's just so deep and like interwoven yeah. and so good. But and it, apparently the pinnacle are completely fine. <laughs> yes, and this it is like you mentioned, him and Jericho being on the same vein, they both have this a little bit of meta kind of feel to their mm. stories. But it's 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 done in such a way where if you knew nothing about what you know, Ali being stuck in his contract, sitting at home, not wrestling dial thing with WB. If you knew nothing about that, this story would still make sense. Yeah. So it's not, it's not something you have to have knowledge of what's going on over there yeah. to understand what this story is doing. It's, it's, it's on two different levels. It works both ways. Mm-hmm. If, you know, if you know, you know. If you don't, it's still good. It still makes sense for MJF and Wardlow. I do think this is a good way to help extend this to Double or Nothing because if he does sit at home for several weeks mm. or, or a month and you don't have him on TV – yeah. One, it keeps Wardlow out of the rankings because if he keeps winning matches, he's going to have to keep getting title shots. Mm. And obviously, he's not in any title plans right now. Uh, so, one, it keeps him out of the rankings. Two, it keeps him without being exposed so much. It keeps people wanting to see him. He's not there, and it helps extend it. And two, every time in – or three, I'm on two or three. I think I'm on three. I, I lost count. I never good at math. So, three – MJF, every time he gets on the mic from this point forward, you will hear Wardlow chants, and they will keep getting louder until Wardlow gets back. That's going to be cool. Yeah. It's going to be very cool. Um, not cool. Uh, Dan Lambert should stop kissing belts. I'm not going to talk about that a whole lot. I just want to say, Lambert, don't keep putting your mouth on things that are not actually yours. So <laughs> might be a good call going forward. Gross. Um, I I hate to harp on something I really didn't like, but I got to talk about it. I did not like, and you may, I, you may have, I, we haven't talked about it. I don't sure if you liked it or not, but I did not like the Thunder Rosa Nala no. segment no. from Dynamite. Multiple no. reasons. Um, one of which I just, I can't, I think Vicky is awesome as a person. Mm-hmm. I think she's cool. That. Excuse me, character is yeah. completely played out. Yeah. To this point, like I want that character gone before I want Lambert not on TV. Anymore. Yeah. That's just it's done. That That's entire thing done. of where she was screaming, "Excuse me," plagued me in my dreams that night. Yeah. I was like I couldn't it's... sleep. I was just like, "Shut up, the key in my head." It's just so done. Like I, I was done with that a lot before she ever brought it to AEW. Personally, yeah, um, trying to be nice about it, I just don't like it. Um, but I, I just didn't like the one how clunky the segment felt. Yeah, um, to have Thunder go out like that after the big moment, and I get it. You're going for heat. I understand the point of that, and I'm not even uh, upset with Nala attacking Thunder Rosa. 
so much. I know a lot of people are not crazy about Nyla basically being fed to Thunder Rosa in this. I'm not hugely against that. I understand what's going on, and I hate the Nyla. It's kind of like Nyla is uh, the Lance Archer of the women's division. Yeah. To where it, it, she's just set up to take these losses to help the face. I don't even think Nyla needs Vicky. Yeah, I think she'd be more a prominent heel without her. Yeah. Yeah. Because Nyla Because it sounds like she doesn't have any power as a heel because Vicky does everything. Yeah. If and without I, Vicky, you literally Nyla could just be like Nyla Rose, like she's freaking awesome on her own. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and I think they realized immediately that this wasn't well received because they did that uh, segment they filmed and they put on social mm-hmm. media right after Dynamite, and it was Nyla explaining, "Hey, this is this is my home state. This is it's not where you're gonna." Because is it Nyla from Texas too? I've no idea. I think so. I think she, or she, either she was saying, "This is where I won the title. This is a place for. This is where I make moments. You're not. You already had your moment. I'm going to take this. So you're not going to get another moment. I'm going to take that away from you. So now I was explaining why she did why all this stuff happened. And I think if that promo would have been cut like immediately after the attack, like you had now, I grab the mic and do that. It probably would have had some glue to it, it would have been cohesive mm. where you're like, okay, I get it. I see where this is going. Um, but, uh, uh, but because you didn't have that, all you have is Vicky talking about, you know, you don't belong here. Those kind of things don't need to hear that. Today. Yeah. The whole just, take your green card thing was just, yeah. Ee! Yeah. And definitely could have done without that. Um, mm-hmm. But I did like that that segment filmed afterwards by Nala. I think that was well done, and it kind of was like a. I'm sorry, we screwed up with the segment, but listen to Nala; she'll <laughs> she'll bring it home here. And, and they used that segment also on Rampage. They played it mm-hmm. on Rampage too. Um, so I, I think they're really trying to hammer that home, and I think that worked. But let's not revisit another segment like this. Yeah. Pretty please, pretty please. Um, yeah. Oh, by the way, quick, quick one. Um, right. Ten and five weren't wrestling on Dynamite. They Who was were that then? With Silver and Reynolds. Oh, God. It's Silver and Reynolds. Yes. So, thank yeah. you. Silver and Reynolds. I don't know why I had ten and five down. Did they have they that wrong? They were okay. there. Okay. I think I, when I was rolling through the list of matches, I just and I kept thinking as I was writing, that doesn't seem right. That doesn't look right. And that's why. Okay, so 10 and 5 did not lose twice on Dynamite and Rampage. You're right. Nice. Okay, cool. Thank you. Um, okay, so on Rampage, Hook was absolutely not impressed with QT Marshall's oh certificate gosh. of accomplishment. Smashing Aaron Solo's head into that thing and then just walking away all cool. Calm I and love the fact that he like came down and I love how he just was like, yep, I'm just going to stand there. I like QT was really enthusiastic and Solo was so happy and then I love how how I, I can't remember who it was whether it was Excalibur or something but he went he went um, oh Hawks just broke um, the record of achievement with Solo and then I, might have been Jericho went no 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 he just broke Solo with the record of achievement <laughs> <laughs> and then QT just stood there like <laughs> Uh, what? I just holding this like broken frame thing as Hook's just walking up. And then 
Danhausen um, uh. arrives, because of course he does, <laughs> tries to curse Hook, and Hook just looks at him and goes, nope, and just walks off. And the whole fact that Danhausen was so confused and was like literally talking to himself, going, but I did that, and this goes, did that. Uh-huh. And he's just like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> Hook, so good. Hook is immune to Denhausen's curses. Hook is too cool to be in wrestling. <laughs> too cool to be cursed, too cool for wrestling. Yeah. That's, that's absolutely the... popped me so so much. Yeah. Uh and I on on QT's side of this, I this is the most entertained I've been from QT segments in a long time. Oh, I this think is this QT gold. This is perfect. This is like a stark difference yeah. from the QT Cody thing that played out for mm. too long and just didn't kept wheels kept spinning. Like, yeah. come on, this is completely different, and I think it works so well because QT again. You mentioned his facial expressions, him just looking mm. dumbfounded every time something happens. The fact that it's completely opposite of everything that is hook. I mean, yeah. they're like oil and water. QT can't mm. stop running his mouth. With the facial expressions, everything's so over the top, and Hook's just so... We've literally not heard Hook say a word, like, no. the entire time. He downplays everything. It's just nothing is important to Hook. It's the way it feels. I would just love to see, like... I, in a way, I don't want to see it, but I would love to see it just as, like, it cuts the back as he's walking back, where he just, like, breaks or just carries on walking straight in front of the car park, gets his car and goes. Just, like, doesn't break at all. That's it. Just one steady walk. Oh, like, no, no stop. All you get. Yeah. Taz is having a conversation with him over there. He's just like. So, Hook, tell me about your day. Good talk, Hook. <laughs> right. Um, maybe he so, talks in his sleep only. Maybe. Yeah. He'll, he'll be the first person to ever cut a wrestling promo in his sleep. <laughs> Tells them they're recording it secretly <laughs> so he can use it on dynamite. <laughs> Everything is pre-recorded if it's hooked. And also a great main event. I want to talk about that too between uh, Ricky Starks and Swerve Strickland for the FTW title. How'd you I like this main event? Loved, loved Ricky Starks. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love him. I love how he's just, we've not said it for a while, but he's so sassy. <laughs> he he's is a, a sassy. He's a sassy boy. And I just love it when he was just like we was talking um before the match and stuff and it's just I can't help but adore him. That, but I also love Swerve so much. Yeah. And I think they bounce off each other so well. Um, I'm, gl- I'm glad you brought up that pre the, yeah. the pre-match thing because that's what been, that was one of my favorite pre-match. Yeah. Rampage promos in a while because they just kept going back and forth. Like one not wanting to give each other a time to finish. Yeah. No, I'm going to finish. I'm going to finish. I'm going to be so good. Yeah. So, good. so good. And then just like at the end, <laughs> Keith Lee just mm. comes out, throws a dude through a banner. Completely I mean, normal. The poor Completely guy was normal. just like chilling out with a banner. Yeah, uh, well, well shot too because yeah. the camera stayed at that angle where you. Don't, I, I had a feeling it was coming. I was like, okay, there's a dude standing behind. Who's at those feet? Yeah, <laughs> it's like the feet. 
you have two guys holding this banner. I knew there was a third guy. I'm like, why isn't the third guy out here with him? Where? Oh, Keith Lee's about to throw him through the banner. That's why. Can um, we also just quickly talk about Fuego del Sol getting murdered once again on national TV? Oh, yes. <laughs> that was beautiful, though. I mean, no, no, not beautiful about Fuego getting murdered, but the way it played out with the lights going out and then one by one, each member of the house of Black appearing. That was beautiful on screen. That was, it really was. And I'm sorry, but I'm getting so obsessed with Buddy Matthews, just kind of like, he looks massive. And they referred to him a couple of times as the juggernaut. Yes. So I cannot. That's, I think that I feel. I felt like that was going to stick, and I think it fits for that group, the juggernaut of that group. I like that. But I'm uh, also very interested to see the fact that the Dark Order then got involved. Now we've been wondering for a while what's going to be happening with the Dark Order because we had a question last show about yeah. that. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. the fact that Evil Uno was the one kind of talking to Malachi. Very, very interesting harking back to the origin story Mm. of Dark Order. Um, But it's Mm. just just like, but can we just say Taz had the best line? It's got me a massacre here. (laughs) (laughs) It goes just like, ah. (laughs) Malachi's words were so cold. You could could pick it up, him talking specifically. I love that so much. He, he told his guys to back off and, and asked Uno, are you sure you want this? Yeah. Are you sure you want this? That was cold-blooded. Oh, 100%. And I'm and glad like, they I, picked that up on audio. I love the fact that we get that in AEW, and it, it, it sounds so real. Whereas my experience when that's happened with WWE, it feels really awkward when you pick up audio. Yeah. Um, But here, I was just like, I'm like, you know, like, if you just sat there, like, in the middle of something going, oh, what's going to happen? I was just, like, sat there, like, got my metaphorical popcorn out. I was like, okay, this should be fun. <laughs> <laughs> now that you said that, I want, just because people do refer to eating popcorn, metaphorical popcorn, yeah. I really want there to be a brand called metaphorical popcorn. I can go back. <laughs> Just an empty bag. If anybody has a popcorn company out there or thoughts of a popcorn company, use that. Make metaphorical popcorn. Yeah, but give me some tips, (laughs) mum. Uh yeah. Good good stuff. My Um, goth kings. Yeah. (sighs) Um, but coming up on this dynamite, we have this coming dynamite. We have Darby versus Andrade. Uh FTR versus the gun club. The Bunny versus a mystery opponent in a qualifying mm. match for the Women's Owen Hart Tournament. And TK said he will sign this person to an AEW contract um, on Dynamite. Well, I'm not sure if he's going to actually come out on Dynamite and do it, but it's going to happen. Yeah, it's going <laughs> to happen on Dynamite. That person will be signed on air, behind the scenes, whatever. They're going to be in AEW. So who do you think this woman will be? There's... Three names. I've, that I've have been he- yeah, I've there. heard the rumors. Mm-hmm. So obviously, one of them is uh, what I've heard is Mia Yim. Yeah. The other one is formerly known as Ember Moon. Athena. Yes. And who's your third? 
Uh, Tony Storm is okay. the name that I've heard mentioned, and there's actually a fourth. I actually didn't have Mia Yim down here. I don't know why I didn't have her down. It makes total sense, especially with Keith Lee being there. Yeah, I was going to say. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, like I don't know why. Don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and the fourth would be Nixon Newell, uh, formerly Tegan Knox. Okay. Interestingly, I've heard, and this is taking me off on a tangent for just a second. I won't take long, though, but that, that a lot of people would like for her to be a female member of the Blackpool Combat Club because she has a, a background with William Regal. I think William Regal uh, trained her or was a, a heavy part of her training, I think, in NXT. Or there's a tie there between Regal, a story between Regal and, and, and Tegan Knox, uh, Nixon Newell. So, again, he that group is there, is formed because of his connections with Danielson and, and Moxley, mm. also has a, a connection with Nixon Newell. So, that would be. An interesting way to bring somebody in as part of that group. But that's a side note. I just heard that mentioned a couple of times. I wanted to mention I thought it was a nice touch. Could be yeah. a nice touch. So of those of those four then, who who would you pick? We're gonna make some picks and see if we get it right. I'm thinking Mayim or Fina. Gotta pick one. Nope. Pick one. Nope. It's fun. Because you can't be right for both okay. Uh, well, with that, I will go with Tony Storm and Mia Yim. Oh. If we're going to pick two. So if it's Mia Yim, we're both going to be correct. <laughs> <laughs> if it's Tony Storm or Athena, one of us will win. Um, if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and if it's, yeah, if it's none at all, then we're just like, oh, okay. I, I got a feeling it's going to be one of those four, though. Uh, you would think. Those are the big names that are there. Yeah. And it, you you want it to be someone that people know if you're making a deal about them signing the contract. Yeah. Or <clears throat> um, but in other news, you mentioned on um, social media yesterday that hmm. Jade is wants <laughs> to have a baddie section. I love this so much. Starting this week. I think they're going to be in South Carolina this week. So she, mm. what's, what's with this baddie section? For what I can tell, <laughs> she's going to get... Badass women in the audience at the front row. <laughs> mm-hmm. She wants she wants to see some baddies out there to get the yeah. camera on them, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, bring it to the UK because <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be there, right? I'd be there. Get you in the front row. Yeah. <clears throat> me and me, um, me, me, baseball bat with the barbed wire on it, <laughs> just like our logo. Yeah, just show up. It got me thinking after you posted that. That and I went and looked it up. That in a few weeks, uh, we're gonna have Battle of the Belts too, and it's gonna be in Garland, Texas. Texas think, is getting a lot at the moment. Yeah, they are. They're going to a couple of different places. I think they're going to Louisiana, yeah, and but somewhere else. But then they're places, coming back to Texas. But they're not coming to the UK. <laughs> be now, patient. Because, it'll it'll happen. But because now there is a black. Combat club. They mm-hmm. legit should go to Blackpool. You think they're gonna wrestle in that tower thing <laughs> in the, the bouncy floor? For the bouncy floor. <laughs> could you imagine the coffin drop Darby could do? <laughs> <laughs> he could. He could do two. He would bounce and then uh, <laughs> and then add another one. Um, oh, brilliant! But yeah, so Battle of Us to uh, Garland, Texas. Athena is from Garland, Texas. So. I'm making a prediction. Uh, this is why I don't think th- Athena is going to be in this tournament. 
that I think that she's going to keep doing this baddie section thing, and there's, you keep having these these bad women, you know, the show on camera, and then all of a sudden, boom, they pan over. Whether it happens in Garland, Texas, or whether it happens um, before, like the week before, and it sets up a match in Garland, mm-hmm. Texas. Um, I think one of the all of a sudden you put the camera over there and you're going to see Athena and go, oh, whoa. Hold up. <laughs> Pump the brakes. That's Athena in the baddie yeah. section. And that's where you set up either a feud that happens, starts in Garland, Texas, or you set up a match in Garland, Texas for the TNT title, the open challenge and uh, Athena versus Jade. So, yeah, it feels like that makes sense. I mean, it's weird that Athena's hometown just happens to be in a few weeks. I don't know. Could just be a, a weird detail, but you know, AEW does those kind of things a lot. Yeah. All right. So we also have more details on the Jonathan Gresham situation, him possibly becoming all elite or all honorary or whatever you would call it when somebody joins Ring of Honor. According to Fightful, the plan is for Gresham to indeed sign with AEW Ring of Honor. And I wonder if Jay Lethal's backstage promo on Rampage about him trying to figure things out after losing to Adam Cole is somehow related to Gresham. Yeah, I, I thought that. Mm-hmm, because there's this yeah. history there. Both of them are actually on the Supercard of Honor show coming up April 1st. Mm-hmm. So there could be a little way here with the Gresham J. Lethal connection, Lethal trying to figure things out. If, they're, if that's going to be a little bit of a story, even though it's not like a major story, but a top of the story that, that rolls over into that pay-per-view. Yeah. So, something to keep an eye on going forward. Uh-huh. Also, in really, really good news, uh, our favorite toy hunt vlogger, All Ego Ethan Page, according to Fightful, has signed a contract extension with AEW. Yes. He's going to be staying All Eat for a lot longer, uh, which is not a huge surprise. He seems to be having a really good time uh, yeah. in AEW. Uh, and so, I, I think, considering he is extended, I would not be surprised for him to be... Um, being featured more prominently uh, uh, sooner rather than later. Yeah. Although he does so. get a, he gets a lot of screen time, even though he doesn't wrestle a ton, uh, not on Dynamite or Rampage necessarily, but he's he's on screen a lot with 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 Scorpio Sky and with Dan Lambert, uh, whether we like Lambert or not. But he is getting a lot of screen time, so that's good. Um, so, any other news from you? That's all I have down for right now. Not that I'm aware of. All right. Well, that means it's time for our question and answer segment. Uh, do you have one for me, ma'am? I do. It All is right. a two-question, two-part question <clears throat> from two-part. Costa Rick. All right. And the first one kind of ties into what we were talking about mm-hmm. on the dynamite side of things. So, were Vicky Guerrero to stop being Nyla Rhodes' manager, who would be a better fit for her? A better fit as a manager for Nala? Yeah. Uh, I'd say nobody. Yeah, that that's my um, thought. In, instead of a manager, I mean, if you had somebody else with Nala, sort of like uh, Ethan Page and Scorpio Sky, where mm. you had somebody that Nala could play off of, Mm. Um, somebody that they could go back and forth, you know. You you just feed off of somebody. It's it's like us two doing this show. I would be total crap doing this show solo. 
Uh, I know you would. You'd be completely lost. No one bad can say what I'm saying. I'm just kidding. But no, but seriously, it just it works better sometimes uh, when it gives you material to to work with when you have somebody to bounce things off. Yeah. Somebody to laugh at your jokes or not laugh at your jokes sometimes mm. in my cases when I make jokes that are funny and you just know sell them completely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's what I'm here for. It's the British side of you, right? Yeah. You're just like, yeah, not funny, not bothered yeah. whatsoever. But yeah, it Move does on. work. It does work better when you do have somebody to play off of. So I would, I would like to see that. I'm not sure who, um, who you would get to, to for, for her to play off of. Um, yeah, I I don't want to see Nyla for the manager. Like I said when we were talking yeah. about Dynamite, she doesn't need one in my view. Yeah. She's a strong character in her own merits. And I think the fact that she's got such an overpowering presence in Vicky Guerrero, it kind of diminishes Nyla's presence of her own merit. Yeah. Um. Now, if you were to do anything where you had, like you said, someone um, to kind of bounce off, I would kind of would love to see Nyla kind of start up her own badass female faction. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like become like the MJF kind of. Yep. Not, not more say as like, you know, manipulative and as, you know, horrific as MJF. But definitely where she's got some people to do her bidding, but she is still the main focus. And she can present herself when needed as that absolute dominant force. Yeah. I just don't think she needs somebody to do the talking and that, because I I think she can just, you know, she can function on her own. She doesn't need anybody. She's just amazing on her own. Um, and I do, you know, I, I've been pushing for a while for Nala to, to turn face. I think that's, that's just what I want to see. I know it's obvious that's not the idea they have in mind right now for her. Um, but I think it would make sense if her face turn is where she separates from Vicky. Oh, yeah, 100%. And then at that point, you could have Nala be by herself because mm-hmm. that, to me, that works better as a baby mm-hmm. face because it gives the opportunity for Nala to be seen as a little bit weak if she's if she's double team triple team quadruple team by people if mm. she's by herself she's now alienated herself from from vicky and from the other people she was tied with that were you know that, that came in to help occasionally because jade i think came in we you know she was at mm. some point sort of aligned with vicky now early on you know with that kind of stuff so now she turns on vicky she's by herself, all those mm. people that once came to her back at some points don't anymore. Mm. So it, it works better for babyface Nala for her to get beat down occasionally and have to fight from underneath, which is weird because Nala's so powerful. Having her be kind of an underdog character sounds weird, but yeah. it could work. It could work if she's by herself in AEW because just about everybody else in AEW has somebody. Uh, so that might be the way to go. It's literally oh, to have her. Wardlow. Wow. Wow, <laughs> Wardlow's gone face. Yeah, he has nobody. Uh, that that would be that could be fun. That could be fun. One that would, would be seen. an unstoppable force. Yeah, <laughs> look out. Uh, Get them to go against Ty and Sammy and just see what happens. <laughs> Ty and Sammy. Mm-mm-mm. 
Mm. All right. What else you got? The other question mm. from Costa Rick was, if you could switch two wrestlers' theme songs with each other, which would you choose? Hmm. True. Let's see. Um, hey, I'll tell you what. Let's swap uh, uh, Jungle Boy with Moxley. No, have, let's not. <laughs> have Moxley coming coming out to oh, you know, and everybody swaying their arms around, and and uh, and Moxley having to uh, have some fun with that. And then, on the flip side, Jungle Boy coming out to to Wild Thing through the crowd, um, you know, just knocking barricades over. I just, <laughs> I want I basically want the the characters to embrace. Is Moxley riding on Danielson's too. shoulders? <laughs> <laughs> yes, that makes it even better. A real eagle on spring. runs under under uh, <laughs> under uh, Danielson's legs like uh, Marco yeah. used to do. Oh, poor Marco! I miss oh, Marco. Marco every now and then. Um, yeah, that would that would be fun. Yeah, we basically swap songs and personas. So yeah, that works. I like it. What about you? Um. <laughs> Who would I want to choose? Do you know what? It's it's not really so much of a difference, but I've changed Lance Archers and Darby Allens. Hmm? Because I just want to see Darby Allen come out to everybody (laughs) (laughs) And he can do his big arm stretch thing he does when he stands on the turnbuckle thing. (laughs) And then then Lance Archers (laughs) come out. Wrecking people, but to I don't get noisy. Even even better, we get Lance Archer coming down on a skateboard, <laughs> and we we have Darby carrying some random guy out of the back to the Can ring. And sting, just him <laughs> into the ring. No, not Sting, man. I don't want to see him throw Sting around. Um, but yeah, just carrying some random jobber to the ring and throwing him around the ring before his match. Mm. <laughs> Poor Sting. <laughs> all right, good question. Yeah, like that. that's fun. Um, so is that all of his? Yes. All right, I have a couple from Ted the Hillbilly Hill at Hillbilly Hill. Um, when Miro returns, what do you see him doing? What do I see him doing? Wrestling. <laughs> oh, we got a little smarty over there in England, there, Ted. How you like that? <laughs> We see him wrestling, uh, winning matches, beating people up. You know what I want to see him do? I want to see him join Jericho's group and be a sports entertainer. Do that's not. Want, that's what I want Miro he already He already Miro, tried that when he first came. Miro, it didn't work. sports entertainer. He comes back and has a wedding. Not again. Uh, his first segment when he returns is a wedding segment because that's what sports entertainers do. No. What I want him to come and do is just like go absolutely nuts on Jericho and just like have like flashbacks of WWE and then just like go insane and just, you know, annihilate them. And Daniel Garcia, like, you know, I think Daniel Garcia has been brainwashed or like hypnotized and some voodoo stuff because it's not right. He's been hypnotized. It's like Jericho will say you're a sports entertainer. And you shall do what Chris Jericho says. And like when Miro comes just, in and just wrecks everything, 
like the power it snaps Garcia out and he's there going oh my what the what what am I doing for some reason I'm seeing uh, I'm seeing Danny Garcia as Mowgli and (laughs) and Jericho is what was the snake's name Ka yeah is that yeah from Jungle Book yeah that's what I just see the the crazy googly eyes, you know. Oh, <laughs> listen to me, Daniel Garcia. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, uh, yes. Anywho, yeah, Miro's going to come back and wreck. And, and Miro is basically Bagheera and Baloo together. <laughs> <laughs> okay. He comes and goes, the Bannister Oh, this this one went off the rails, Ted. Sorry. <laughs> um, his second question is: If FDR, uh, if FDR turn face and leave the pinnacle, who does MJF replace them with? He's running out of people. That won't be anywhere near him. Um, I don't. I don't know about a tag team. I do know who I want him to replace Wardlow with, though. Who? Brian Cage. Mm. He, ain't, he ain't doing nothing. And he's got an extension by, <laughs> by gosh. He's uh, basically doing a Wardlow right now, but like in real life. I'm, um, not, I'm not sure how it, would, how, how it would look for Brian Cage, but for, to have MJF go, you know what, Wardlow? I just found another one just like you. Mm. <laughs> it's fine. I, like, I, I can replace you. You know what I want? I'd love, in my little kayfabe world in my head, I would love it for like, FTR to like, you know, go and do their own thing. And like, MGF just has Sean Spears, his good little, you know, mm-hmm. right hand guy that's with him always. But then he's like, we need, we need other people because, like, you know, it's just two of us, isn't it? It's not great. Um, and like, they go, right, well, we'll set up um, interviews. So they put out the thing and nobody turns up. So then he starts going around catering, go, oh, would you like to? And, and like then starts offering incentives, and just like nobody takes him on the offer. <laughs> and then as as more people get rid, more people kind of gather around Wardlow, and then MGS world crumbles. That gave me an idea, though. Like you said, if if it's, it's if it gets down to where it literally is just Spears and MJF, if mm. MJF says you know spears is like finally it's just me and you man this is what it should have been all along it should be just me and you because i'm your right hand guy we're ride or die it's us against the world blah blah blah, mm-hmm. blah. you know like they're best friends like spears has always been about trying to be mjf's best friend like he's doing what what max wants done you know he's mm. that guy but mjf's like no we got to find more people and spears is a little bit heartbroken he's like, no 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 like Dude, this is all we need right here. But mm-hmm. MJF's obsessed with finding somebody else, and you could just see Spears in the background, like, "I want it just to be us, man. Why do we got to have more people?" Mm-hmm. I think that could be kind of fun. Like Max is obsessed with building another stable, and Spears just wants—he's jealous. He just wants just them two. That's it. That would fit so well for Spears. I think it would be funny. Yeah. Uh, but honestly, if you're thinking of a team that makes sense that fits, there is. You know, if things happen with the Hardy family office, not the Hardy family office, it's the Andrade family office now. Butcher and a Blade have, have been with MJF before, too. Mm-hmm. Why not? I know, but they're, 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 because they've been there, they're probably like, no, you're all right. Yeah, they may not want to. Yeah. 
But if the, if the right uh, if the right dollar figures are there, maybe they'll be willing to be henchmen for a while again. Uh, I, but in reality, though, I really don't want to see Butcher and the Blade involved with them. I don't want to see them involved with the Andrade family office. I want to see them separate doing yeah. their, their thing because I think they're awesome. But that's the only team that comes to mind, though, because there is a history uh, with MJF because that's how they were brought into AEW as, as henchmen for MJF. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it, though. But I would I agree. I would like to see just him and Spears for yeah. a while. Uh, I think that's it for our questions. Um, so we have one for the bad take pancakes section. Uh, not section. What is this? A segment. Not a section. It's a segment. The bad take pancake segment. We have one. This one was tagged uh, by MJF Scarp. This was not from MJF Scarp. I want to make this clear. Um, this was tagged. He did tag this for us to see. We're not going to say who tweeted it because we're not giving them their um, 15 minutes of fame or whatever. Um, but this segment is for uh, for any bad takes, bad wrestling takes that are out there. If you see any bad takes, use the hashtag bad take pancakes to let us know, to alert us that, hey, this might be stupid and you might want to look at it. Uh, so this is what I'm doing with this. And just to set this up, this was a comment underneath uh, the YouTube, the AEW tweet showing the YouTube video for Road to Austin, Road to Austin, Texas, for this last um, Dynamite. And all over this graphic for this YouTube video is Thunder Rosa, her winning the, the title. So it's all pictures of Thunder Rosa being featured all over this video because of her big title win. And this is the comment under that, this is a comment under that, under this picture, this image of Thunder Rosa. Please, for the love of God, stop pushing ex-WWE talent. Stop signing WWE talent. Please push the AEW originals for heaven's sake. Where did TV time go for Frankie Kazarian? I used to love AEW till it became a WWE fest. Their wrestlers don't compare to AEW originals. Stop signing them. This is under a huge image of Thunder Rosa winning the AEW women's title. And um, anybody gonna tell? <laughs> wow. <laughs> like my <sighs> Why? Tony Khan is not going to go, oh, this person said this. I must do as they say. Like, seriously. I just just find the irony. Like, I don't get this right. So this person wants people to be unemployed. Is that what they're saying? Because that's just disgusting as a human on the earth. You don't want anybody not to have a job so they can't, you know, like, live a secure life. That's that's horrible. But why does it... Have you seen who've got the titles yep. in AEW at the moment? Women's champ, Thunder Rosa. Yep. AEW world champion, men's side, um, Adam Page. Tag team. Uh, Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus. Yep. Uh, how about that TNT title? Oh, yeah. 
Scorpio Sky. Scorpio Sky. Oh, hey, TBS champion. Oh, yeah, Jay Cargill. Hmm. So the entire base of this comment is null and void by the fact that every single champion has you not know, come from WWE. You know, it's just like of all the, and I hate that I'm jumping in your segment, but it's like of all the things, the images you could, you could probably comment that under. You could comment that under a CM Punk thing or uh, a Brian Danielson tweet or something, you know, where it's something like that. They're obviously ex WWE. But to comment this under an image that features nothing but Thunder Rosa is weird. <laughs> yep. but, but you know what? Maybe their point was because she was almost a WWE referee. Maybe. Maybe that that's, maybe make that's any it. any sense. That's, that's it. Maybe that's where they were going. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. That's so stupid. No, I mean, it's just, I don't get why it matters where somebody yeah. comes from. Like, I'm pretty sure a lot of <clears throat> WWE wrestlers came from other places. A lot of, like, you know, Impact wrestlers came from other places. Right now, New Japan wrestlers came from other places. It's not like, you know, completely and utterly an AEW thing's only just started. To begin with, they needed the, if you want to call them ex-WWE wrestlers, fine, but the wrestlers. They needed them to legitimize the company. The company's been going now for over three years. It'll be three years of dynamite in October. Mm-hmm. It's legitimate company. And there are people, Matt Hardy, Jeff Hardy, they've worked in WWE, they've worked, you know, Impact, at Ring of Honor, other places. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just doesn't make sense. <laughs> yeah. It, <clears throat> at some point, we're all going to have to stop looking at X anybody. And that includes when as somebody, and I know it's, you're going to hear it when uh, a certain uh, homegrown, if ever there's a homegrown AEW person that goes to WWE, you're going to hear that from, you know, from other sides, from AEW side. At some point, we're going to have to, I mean, it's never going to happen. We'll hear this to the end of time uh, of X this and X that. But in reality, we really should look at it as just wrestlers, period. They're just pro, they're just pro wrestlers. Oh, is we can the acknowledge the past. Former yeah. WWE wrestler. <laughs> yeah, just take the X off. Yeah, because like... It makes you sound better. Right? <laughs> former sounds a lot more kind of like... Oh, well, they're not, you know, just like discarded pieces of trash. Yeah. Former makes it sound like they have prestige in the wrestling world, which they do. Yeah. X makes it sound like someone just dumped them Mm -hmm. at the side of the road. I was like, good luck. (laughs) We're done with you now. AEW getting all them WWE scraps. Yeah, exactly. Just bugs me. (laughs) Yeah. Because Uh, when I say that that whole thing is so tired. I mean, like, he was an absolute a hole and he's an ex for a reason. (laughs) At some point, at some point, you're going to refer to me as my ex podcast co host. 
You never know. <laughs> but do you see what I mean, though? So if, yeah. I, if I say former boyfriend, you're like, oh, uh-huh. it must have like ended really good. Yeah. The, like, like they must like you know terribly. not they must not be like you know horrible disgusting people. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh man. Um. I really, I've, I say this every time. We got to find another segment to end this thing on because otherwise, we end it on a negative note. I'll try to make it sound happy now. Uh, hey, mm. want to remind you that all ego Ethan Page has re-signed, not re-signed, signed an extension with AEW. Remember when I said that? That was happy. That was really, really happy. <laughs> so let's end right there. Okay. Um, uh, funny. Just as a reminder. For our Q&A, any questions you want to send in, send those in to beautyxthebeard at gmail.com or use the hashtag AskBXTB. And for our bad take segment, uh, tag those bad takes just, just underneath the tweet. Hashtag bad take pancakes and we'll see it just like MJF Scarf did for us. Appreciate it. Um, do it that way so we'll see it and we will use those hopefully, possibly, on the show. Um, but any, any, anything else you want to say before we end? Uh, BT is out now. BT is out now. Yes. And those, those, those Ethan Page toy vlogs had a new one come out yesterday or Sunday. Depends on when you're listening to this. Check that one out too. Mm. Uh, okay, cool. So BT toy vlog. Yay. 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 Ethan Page is back. Let's forget about all that negative stuff. Um, so I want to thank y'all for listening. We appreciate it. Um, uh, also, don't forget to follow us. We, you heard it at the top of the show. Give us a follow on Twitter. You can follow the channel at BDX the Beard. You can follow me at Let the Beard Play. You can follow Sarah at Strange underscore Pixie. You can. Uh, you can follow us on all the platforms: Spotify, Apple, Google. There's a bunch of platforms you can follow us on. Just follow us and subscribe to us on whatever you listen to us on. And don't forget to give us, please, give us a five star review on Spotify or iTunes. It, it helps us get noticed. Um, obviously, we're doing this for free. So any way you can help us get noticed is really, really cool. Uh, so we appreciate it. Um, but thank you all so much for listening. Thank you all for the, the questions, the bad takes, for your time. We appreciate it. Uh, y'all be good out there. Be good to each other. And we will see you on the next one. Bye. Crazy googly eyes, you know. Oh. <laughs> Listen to me, Daniel Garcia. <laughs>